So thank you for joining us here today. Uh, we have Dennis Thomas from Regular Scales, and we're really excited about uh, today's conversation about the scale industry, about some marketing topics, as well as uh, their American Grid initiative. Our show is hosted by Bill Woods, CMO and co-founder of Pittsburgh-based 50 Marketing. Dennis, thanks for joining us here today. I uh, sure. want to talk a little bit about uh, Breckbuilder Scales, about what you guys have got going on here, and just about some marketing topics and just general business topics. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, glad to be here. Great, great. So um, Dennis, maybe tell us a little bit about your role here at Breckbuilder and uh, maybe a little bit of your story about how you got to be where you are today and uh, just how, how you got here. It's a long story. So <laughs> Dennis Thomas, president of Breckbuilder Scales, and Breckbuilder Scales owns Breckbiller Scales, B-Tech Scales, and Instrument Calibration Solutions. Started in 2001 as an intern, uh, software developer. And uh, my job was to come in and get an e-commerce site off the ground, which turned into be a great business, but I wasn't supposed to last more than six months in the company. <laughs> so I guess when you're curious and ask a lot of questions and point things out that could be improved, you keep getting opportunity. Um, moved up to IT manager and general manager. And then 2013 was the first non-family member to be asked to be president. So, oh, wow. That's a great accomplishment. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. It's been, it's been a fun ride. Great. Yeah. So, um, you guys have a kind of a movement around here, a, mm -hmm. a theme about your culture called American grit. And yeah. it certainly sounds like that story, um, is one of true American grit as you've come up through the ranks over time and persevered. Maybe talk a little bit about uh, American Grid and what that means to Breck Bueller and maybe why why did you choose to really champion that cause and and bring that cultural uh, aspect of your business forward? Great question. So during uh, when I was interviewing a lot, I heard managers talk about we have a great culture and people say we have a great culture, but I would ask people, what is our culture? And I'd get different answers, conflicting answers. And so I knew right away there was an opportunity to bring that together uh, to understand. And in about 2018, I started talking to uh, managers about, you know, if you could clone someone, who would it be and why? Sure. And we got hundreds of answers. And over the course of those answers, we distilled them down, took a couple of years, but uh, got a set of core values. And the core values are great. We talk about them internally. We know them, do serve team. Uh, but we needed, if this is a word, iconography sure. on the outside so mm -hmm. people, public could see, like, who is this? What is, what is this company? And we came up with the, the, the term American Grit and um, some, some imagery that we feel just represent who we are as a company and who we are as, as a culture. And um, it's been really uh, accepted well and proud to stand behind it. No, that's great. That's great. And it certainly is uh, starting to take on its own momentum here as we walk around Breck Bueller, uh, certainly as we see the uh, swag, uh, see see the uh, different uh, jerseys and hoodies and that type of thing, as well as like your representation on your digital yeah. uh, media and your videos on your website and that type of thing. So it, it really feels like it's uh, taken hold. Sure. And uh, it feels like the employees are starting to run with it uh, maybe yeah. on their own. Is that true? It's very true. Even the people coming in to interview have seen us online. Thanks. And um, have said, wait, I really like what you're doing with this American Grit, uh, celebrating veterans and just sticking to traditional uh, values, which to us are simple. Um, it's the old school stuff of staying true to our mission, not getting caught up in trendy social issues. We know that we cannot do that. We have to be the best possible 
company, uh, whether it's manufacturing scales or providing industrial scale service, we have to stick to that. Because Great. at the end of the day, the customer's most important. When you think about American manufacturing right now, 2023, certainly everybody is experiencing tremendous recruiting challenges. Sure. Do you feel that um, this focus on the core values and this focus on this iconography of the American grit or however you want to term that, do you feel that is having a positive impact on assisting you with recruiting more um, higher quality people that really fit the Breck Bueller yeah. um, culture? Yeah, hands down, definitely it's helping. And uh, the blue collar trade, let's say for a while, uh, was never held up to the level we feel that it should have been. It was always the white collar stuff. Sure. Uh, with this, again, we feel proud of what we do, the people we have, and wanted to elevate them in, in the face of not only in the company, but outside as well, because it is a, a gritty job, if you will. It's it's difficult work. It's hard work. And at the end of the day, when you do a good job, you should be proud of that. Absolutely. Not many people can do what we do. Yes. When I think culturally, we, we have problems because uh, everybody wants to tell their kids, go to college, yeah. uh, sit behind a computer. And when we look at two even two generations ago. I mean, my two grandfathers, one worked in the steel mill, one worked in the coal mines. And so they, you know, they were in that rust belt. They were in that core. Then mm -hmm. um, th those are two very, very gritty and dirty and uh, yeah. difficult careers. And when you look at that, I mean, when they came home, we looked at them as if they were on a pedestal because they did really, really hard work. It was very, very important to the economy. And uh, just like what you guys are doing is very important to the economy. And, uh, yeah, so I, th I think that's a really exciting thing that's happening here at Bright Peeler with uh, your culture, mm -hmm. with the American Grit uh, theme and that just recognition of who you guys are. And then hopefully, and I, I think you will see it continue to really attract a better quality candidate and someone sure. who matches what you guys want really quickly. Sure. It's helping us pre-select for culture. And that's part of the design of it too, is that <clears throat> let people know uh, who we are and stand proud behind it. And with that, you will attract the people that like your culture. Great. And so it's been a great tool. Great. So uh, switching gears a little bit, uh, one of the things we like to talk with um, people about is marketing, because that's our world, oh, right? Okay. And that's uh, what we like to, uh, that's what we stay up at night and think about and really uh, dive into. So these are going to be very broad questions, uh, nothing uh, too technical or into the nitty gritty. But when you think about marketing, and you've, you've got some challenges because you have three, uh, maybe four distinct brands that do distinctly unique things that have yeah. unique target markets. There's, it's a complex uh, enterprise to market this business successfully. So when you think about that, what do you see as maybe some of the greatest challenges in front of you and in front of the Breck Bueller family of, of companies at large when you look at marketing B2B uh, as a manufacturer and as a service provider. Mm. Putting up with you weekly. And, and right. That is the biggest <laughs> challenge. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's a very uh, complex question. Um, but what we've tried to do is have more of a, an online story, an online presence. Um, let people get know who we are down to the, the, the critty details. Sure. And um, with that being said, a lot of the time in the past, culturally speaking, we just didn't disclose a lot. We kept it private and, um, you know, for right or wrong, that's what we did. But now it just seems like things have turned to, you have to have a story, you have to have a brand. 
uh, we're doing this podcast. This isn't something that we typically would do, but to sure. share, uh, shed a light, put a light on, I should say, uh, some of the things that we do that we we're very proud of. And, um, I think people are attracted to. So from a marketing perspective, I know I'm, I'm generalizing here, but, but it's, yeah, it's just to market, advertise, put out more of what we do every day. No, that's great. And I think we're seeing that trend because uh, asking for the sale online or lead gen is really difficult. Um, what people seem to be responding to and what all the research is showing is good, authentic, candid content about brands is what's changing the conversation and opening doors for sales reps or BDRs or whatever, however you're organized to get that opportunity. Yeah. And I think when we look back over the last 20, 30 years, and even before that, there was a lot of what happened behind closed doors. Well, that's over because there's no privacy and that's a whole other conversation we could have. But um, when we look at privacy, even of companies, we have to be uh, open and communicate everything. And at some at times we end up communicating our dirty secrets and sure. some things and showing our underbelly. But then that gives us the opportunity to be open and honest about it and figure out a way to improve. And, you know, so I think we're at, we're at a moment in B2B marketing where it's about content and transparency and organic as yeah. opposed to produced and uh, like contrived uh, lead gen. I couldn't agree more. And that's one of the impetus behind American Grit that we know that message isn't going to be for everyone, but we do not every six months change who we are. It's who we've been since 1929. Sure. And I think a lot of people can get behind what we're doing um, and we're going to stay true to it. And that's the promise to our, our customers or suppliers, but specifically our employees. Sure. That we have your back. This is how we make decisions. No, that's great. And one, as, as we're sitting here, which uh, the, all the cameras will show in the backdrop here behind Dennis and I is, uh, maybe talk a little bit about this. This is like the wall of fame. This is like a historical timeline of the yeah. Breck Bueller journey. Maybe just talk about why it's here and what was the genesis of it and you know, the outcome of, of this project. Yeah, so this is our training and development building and we'd have new personnel come through. And how difficult is it to tell your company's story in 30 seconds to a minute? I mean, let's just face it, you don't have a lot of time to get the message across. But what we wanted to do, because we have such a rich history, is put a timeline up on a wall um, each decade since 1929 of some of the major things that we accomplished some of the companies we work with, some of the important figures in the company, and just allow someone while they're here for the first time to take it in on their own terms of what we've done, to just to show them. Because at some of our satellite offices, uh, you have five, seven employees. Sure. This is a pretty large campus. So you, we have our manufacturing building, again, three or four other buildings here as well. Uh, so it's a lot to take in, but this condenses it down to, okay, this is the company that I chose to work for and to get an appreciation of our history. Oh, that's great. That's great. And I think this, um, I've been here, I think this is the third or fourth time I've been here over the past three or four years, Okay, seeing some of the changes on the wall and just some of the updated content. It, it feels like it's it's taking on a life of its own. And then seeing some of the content that's been developed for social media with the employee anniversaries. Um, so, you know, I think we can recognize that you guys are building to an amazing moment, right? So uh, there are very few companies, and I don't know what the statistics are, we could find them, but there are very few companies that make it to 100 years. Okay. And we're uh, knocking on the door here. Yeah, isn't that correct? Yeah, don't blow the layout. Yeah, five years. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, yep, yeah, that's, yeah, we don't want to jinx it, but no, you guys are strong. And uh, we, we have a couple of other clients that are in the century um, arc, which is, I don't know if that's serendipity or if old companies like us or what that, what that means, or if we could extrapolate that out to something repeatable. But um, that's such an accomplishment for uh, the family and for all of the people who are involved in this uh, enterprise or have been over the past 95 years to see that moment coming. So do you feel that a lot of the definition of the uh, culture uh, through the mission, vision, values, and then the American grit is going to help bring the entire enterprise together for that uh, anniversary? Yeah, there's a lot in this answer, but historically we've never disclosed what our vision was. We've never disclosed what the core values were. We kept everything private. And um, this this past year, I went around talking to all the employees about what that actually is. We, we actually do have a plan. We actually know where we're going. Um, I think it was very refreshing for them to hear that and sure. to be a part of, oh, that is their 10-year vision. Okay, things were being done. Um, but yeah, the the American grit, the the culture is it plays a big part of that. Um, and I forget the, exactly what the last part of that question was. If you can also remind me, yeah, yeah, as we're building towards a hundred years, right? I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what twenty twenty three? So twenty twenty four. My math's correct. Five years. Um, we do have a, a plan in place to get there, and it, and it feels like. Um, in some respects, we've we've reached uh, some of those goals, you know, even even this year. But um, we're going to be around. Uh, it, you look at the statistics, like you were talking about, family-owned businesses, a hundred years. We're on fourth generation, and when I talk to employees, or we talk to employees, I should say, that's not by mistake or accident. And why are we fourth generation is still growing? Yeah, we have a plan. Yeah, we have a vision. Yeah, we ha- we put things in place and execute, but it goes back to that culture of throughout the year since 1929, we've never taken our eye off the ball of knowing who we are in the mission and what we need to do every day to be successful. And I don't want to make it as simple as that, but if we execute our mission and go about the things we know about doing the way we do it, we will be successful. We'll be here standing in 2029. No, that's great. And I think even though that is simple, I think it's just true. Yeah, there are so many. Um, I, I think a lot of the online communication, a lot of the conversations, a lot of the media and press is about get rich quick or yeah. I launched this thing and it goes from zero to ten billion overnight, and then it goes from ten billion to zero another overnight. Right? Um, when we look at business that wears well, that is maintained over time, there are many, many businesses in this great economy in the United States that just do a really consistently good job and they weather the storms and they weather the technological storms, the uh, inflationary, economic, whatever those storms are, they just keep figuring it out. And it's kind of like tying back to the American grit. Yeah. So you just got to get through it and knuckle down and get dirty sure. and work hard. And that's certainly been uh, the history that we see here on the wall uh, and the experiences of those folks. And then also we see that there's some space on the other side of the wall here for the next 10 uh, year ins- installments. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Ne- next gen. And uh, add, add one thing to that was uh, when we got around talking to employees, we disclosed some financial information, which uh, historically we haven't done and sure. maybe good reason, maybe not. But the point that I wanted to bring out was as an employee, what should you be looking for? And I uh, ran through, through some basic math about how much comes to the bottom line, let's say. Sure. Not much after it's all said and done, right? After uncle Sam gets his cut. <laughs> 
And uh, what I told them to concentrate on was, do you see it being reinvested? Sure. Because ownership doesn't have to do that. Oh, sure. They can take it. They could take it and just run it. But every year we're either buying new equipment, uh, upgrading buildings. And if the building we're in is beautiful here and sure take pride in the, uh, the, the new trucks and just our image. And again, we don't have to do that. We believe in that and we believe it's important. And we believe it's important to the people that you work in the company too. Sure. For them to take pride in, I've been to, I think at this point, four or five different Breck Bueller locations. And every one of them is, they're not cookie cutter, right? So you guys don't have like a McDonald's and every building is the same and that type of thing. But the consistency is not in their um, footprint or the uh, construction, but the consistency is in the quality. Um, Mm -hmm. The grounds are well kept. The vehicles are immaculate. It's important. Um, You you go into the uh, back base where the trucks pull in. Everything's clean, neat, tidy, well-organized. And I wasn't, on many of the visits, was not announced that I was going. Okay. So not that I am important enough for them to clean up for me. But the point was, I I think it was just another day. It wasn't a special moment. Um, And everything was consistent. Um, so that that's a testament to that commitment and that reinvestment and keeping things up because it's it's hard to keep everything yeah. up to date. That sure. takes a lot of capital um, and uh, planning and sacrifice yeah. uh, for other investments that could be made. So that's that's interesting. Um, well, Dennis, this has been a just fantastic conversation. Um, I know we covered a, a wide range of topics sure. uh, from uh, your cultural uh, impetus here, your um, your start and where, where you've gotten into some marketing topics, but this has just been a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time today and we really appreciate it. Thank you, it's been awesome, great.